Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, beginning in verse 31. Jesus therefore said to those Jews who believed in him, If you remain in my word, then you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now Jesus is coming out swinging. In just a matter of months, his earthly ministry would effectively come to an end. So he is issuing a challenge to those who believed his words, but failed to believe in him. And that divide, even today, is deep and vast. This passage is critical to understanding just what real salvation and true discipleship is. In such lies real truth and real freedom. True freedom can only be found through real truth. Without real truth, there is no true freedom. The bondage of ignorance and or rejection of fact is debilitating and certainly restrictive of life. Pontius Pilate knew this worldly quest. He admitted it to Jesus when he asked Christ before the crucifixion, What is truth? That's ironic because truth literally sat right there in his midst, just as he does with us today. Yet sadly, man has really given up on this quest, believing so often that there's no real absolute truth and that the world is merely subjective. Therefore, situational ethics rule the day. Without real and absolute truth, we're simply left with a world that is meaningless and purposeless. Desperation will ensue, and emptiness will become the status quo. Both then and now, there are those who believe the words of truth concerning Jesus Christ. But they have never followed through on such by placing their trust and their very lives in his control. Now this speaks of those who have, at best, a baby faith that acknowledges Christ's existence and his deity, yet it still rejects his lordship and authority over their lives. Those who have crossed over, over that crevasse, if you will, they are the true disciples of Christ. A disciple does more than hear the words of Christ. And moreover, he or she embraces their truth. A disciple abides in the words of Christ. He remains, continues, and endures in that place of obedience. That's ground zero for a disciple. It is his home, his life, and his whole reality. You see, this is why scripture, which teaches clearly the enduring permanence of one's salvation, can still say things such as, quote, he who endures to the end will be saved, end quote. That's from Matthew 10, 22. And true salvation, true repentance, well, is something that one never turns away from. And you can look into 2 Corinthians seven ten for that. Thus, Jesus uses the term if. If you abide, you are disciples indeed. The word indeed is the word Alethos. And alethos means in truth, truly, in reality, most certainly. 
You see, this is the true disciple. Now, knowing that truth, we are made free. Now, that's something grand in a world that views Christianity as rather restrictive and binding. Some of Satan's greatest work is always to distort the truth that God gives freely. You see, when we say someone believes, we are compelled then to check the fruit of that life. For to believe unto salvation effectively leads to a belief that abides unto discipleship. There's no middle ground on this issue. Note chapter 2, verses 23 and 24 of this book. It says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, during the feast, many believed in his name, observing his signs which he did. But Jesus didn't entrust himself to them, because he knew everyone. You see, Jesus knew the quality of their faith was not saving faith. No, these folks were not born again at all. So now let's look ahead a little uh, to John chapter 12, verse 42. And we read there, Nevertheless, even many of the rulers believed in him, quote unquote. Now you might say, well, that's great. A whole lot of the rulers have been saved. Yes, but when we read on, we also read, quote, But because of the Pharisees, they didn't confess it, so that they wouldn't be put out of the synagogue, for they loved men's praise more than God's praise. Hmm. They believed, but not enough to confess and to manifest. In other words, they believed Christ uh, was who he said he was, who he claimed to be, but they would not name him as their Savior and the Lord of their lives. James so clearly shows us this in chapter 2, verse 17 of his letter. He says, Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead in itself. In other words, your faith isn't genuine if there's not something happening afterwards. A person's lifestyle speaks to whether their faith is genuine or not. Going on in verse 33, we read, They answered him, We are Abraham's offspring and have never been in bondage to anyone. How do you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, verse 34, Most certainly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is the bondservant of sin. Now the people around Jesus that day all began to reason this out. But you see, they were just using human reasoning. They resented the words of Jesus, just as perhaps maybe you resent me regurgitating them here and today. They claimed, as perhaps you may also, Hey, I'm free. I'm not in bondage to anyone or anything. Now, in Israel's case, this was a rejection of the obvious. I mean, Israel had been in bondage to, let's see, Egypt and uh, Syria, Babylon, Persia, Greece, and, and now they were in bondage to Rome. Even more than that, while they spoke with the Lord Jesus at that very moment, they were in the greatest bondage, and that was the bondage to sin and to Satan. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.